San Jose, California, it's the Frugal Life Podcast. And here's the host, Ricky Hershey. Hello, my fellow frugs. It is 6.23 on Monday, and the episode is not out yet. Uh Uh-oh. So here I am just recording a quick introduction. Season 2 of The Frug Life should begin next week. This is the last episode of Season 1. I have successfully made it to San Diego and will begin working on the studio. So stay tuned. I have a great episode today about saving money on food. And as always, send me questions you have and I will address them in the show. All right. Enjoy. All right, so today's topic, frugal food tips. My first tip is start learning to cook. You learn by watching and by doing, so maybe watch some videos and get started. Last month, I spent less than $40 on groceries. It's kind of wild. Here's some of my tips, though. First, whenever I get a chance to get free food, I take it. My work feeds me pretty often. Also, part of dieting and part being cheap, I only eat half the food I'm given and save the other half later, and my wife often eats it. Listen to episode two for a few more tips on finding free food. Now, when you're shopping, avoid processed foods. They're unhealthy and expensive. Instead, focus on buying raw ingredients you'll use in the near future, and then maybe get some frozen vegetables and stuff like that. Produce-wise, onions and carrots are my go-to, and I always have garlic on hand. I get onions for like 50 cents a pound and a two-pound bag of carrots for like a buck. It's crazy cheap. I also sometimes will buy potatoes or whatever I'm in the mood for. Speaking of potatoes, I've learned today something. Don't store your potatoes in the fridge or all of the starch in the potatoes will turn to sugar. Now, at first, I thought this was total nonsense. Why Why would this happen? But after making mashed potatoes out of some potatoes in my refrigerator, I noticed the mashed potatoes were pretty sweet, and then it dawned on me that that's actually true. Or you, I mean, you can do it anyways, and your, your potatoes will be kind of sweet, and it's not the end of the world. Better sweet potatoes than rotten potatoes. Anyways, back to the food tips. I also have starches like rice and pasta on hand. Oftentimes I get these from the Dollar Tree. Two pounds of rice for a dollar or two pounds of pasta for a dollar. It lasts a long time. It's great. I also, like I mentioned before, get frozen vegetables. I look for one dollar a pound for frozen. So a pound of broccoli should be, you got it, one buck. So this is pretty standard at Walmart or any grocery store. You just need to look for the right brand and mix. Some of the mixes are really expensive and are kind of a scam. I always go for the cheap stuff and it's great. Next, for protein, I try my best to rarely eat meat. Now, I love to eat meat, just to be clear, but I try to limit how often I buy it. It's expensive. It's not that good for you nutritionally. And, I mean, it's bad for the environment, too. I mean, there's a lot of reasons not to eat meat. But when I do buy meat, 
I shoot for less than a dollar a pound for thighs. And in case you don't know, dark meat tastes way better than white meat. Uh, but if I do want chicken breasts, maybe less than $2 a pound or so for chicken breasts, less than $3 a pound for ground beef are all my targets. But again, I really try to limit how much meat I buy. I mostly try to buy dried beans, lentils, things like that. They're very cheap. I also always keep some canned food around. Um, sometimes just preparing dried beans is a little time consuming. So having canned beans is much more convenient. I shoot for like 50 cents or less a can for beans. Most of my canned goods is generally vegetables, but I do have spam generally, which breaks a few of my rules, being meat and processed, but I really like the taste. I usually wait until it's under $1.50 a container. Uh, it's really great with rice, eggs, lots of stuff. For some reason, it gets a lot of hate that it's like not real meat, but it actually is a pretty good product. It's just ham and pork shoulder. It's not mystery meat, and it's nice just to have something ready to be cooked. Last, I do keep a freezer meal at all times, you know, just like a dollar meal that you can microwave and eat. This is in case I'm really tired and don't want to cook. It saves me from buying fast food, but I really try to limit uh, the use of these as much as possible. And as you go out and start cooking yourself, you can come up with crazy recipes, new things, the quality of food that you can make yourself can be phenomenal. You can make stuff that is way better than fast food and way cheaper. You can make stuff that's better than a nice restaurant even sometimes. But let's jump into that. One of my more recent creations is carrot slaw. And, well, I mean, I didn't invent carrot slaw, but let me tell you about my carrot slaw. I throw some carrots into my food processor. I add vinegar, generally apple cider vinegar. It has a nice taste. Salt a little sugar mayo, craisins, and then some pickled onions, and throw it, mix it all together for a crazy tasty summer dish. Another household favorite is vegetable fried rice. So pretty much any leftovers you have in the fridge, just throw it into the fried rice. Cook a little rice, extra rice the day before, and the next day you can clear out your fridge and make a tasty meal. It's kind of like the smoothie idea I was talking about in an earlier episode. You just have something that you make every week or so that just helps you clear out your fridge. And fridge fried rice is a great way to do that. And just don't let things go to waste. I mean, I think it's terrible to waste food. Use what you have. Come up with a meal plan to prioritize using the things that will go bad first. I don't do this formally, I do it all just in my head. I have a mental track of what's in the fridge, what needs to be used, and then when I go to the store, I buy things to use the stuff that will go bad. And don't be afraid to get creative. I always look for things on sale, whatever's cheapest at the store, I will go and make things out of, and it's kind of fun to be creative in that way. You know, the best way to be creative isn't with unbounded creativity not with unbounded restrictions. It's actually to put some restrictions in place and then you can help yourself become more creative. So putting some limits on what you can buy can help you be a more creative cook. 